right now live yo what's up ts gang we are back with another live episode of talking spit and today i have a very special friend of mine coming in today um we go way back and he wanted to join today i asked him and he was thrilled enough to come so i just sent the invite we're gonna get right into the topic once i introduce himself you know he settled in and all that so Yo, 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 what's up, bro? Yo, what's up, boy? <laughs> How you doing, bro? I see you in a little minute. How you been? I'm I'm doing good for myself. That's good to hear, bro. How's the college stuff going? <laughs> bro, I already know, bro. I know exactly what you mean, bro. This this drone is different, bro. This is this for the this for the uh, brave right here, bro. For sure. But if anybody can get through it, it's us, though. I ain't, bro. I ain't, I ain't pushed over it. How about you, though? Of course. Yeah, bro, since, you know, I'm a bio major and all that, bro, so, right. you know, the, the struggles with that is, like, it's on self is different, bro, so, like, from, we have, like, a quiz every day, so I always got, like, you know, be on top of my studies and study a lot, we got to, like, and for, like, our curriculum, we don't have, like, a set textbook, mm-hmm. we have a, uh, we use all primary sources, so, like, all our papers that we read are all from scientists, and you're familiar with that, like, we got to read their abstract figures, their graphs, their uh, figure legends, determining the terminology from the difficult words they use, bro. Man. This is not for the week, bro. This stuff, no, is, it nah. gets real, bro. It gets really real. And if you're not cut from that cloth, bro, honestly, bro, like, I don't think <laughs> someone should, should should go to college be put through that, bro, if they're not ready for it. For real. Yeah, bro, bro be honest with you. The reason, the reason I really, really wanted you to join this live is because not mm-hmm. only are you one of the realest niggas I know and that you support mm-hmm. everybody, it's the fact that when you were young, Appreciate you that. had a you had a you had a dream and a goal, and eighteen years about to be nineteen years later tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, <here, laughs> thank you. Appreciate it. Nineteen years later, you still on that same road, that same path. Mm-hmm. So we gonna get right into that. Okay. Cool. What was it? What was it like? You know, like when you go around the room when you young, like oh I want to be this, I want to be that. You jump right out the gate. I want to be yeah. a firefighter. Yeah, bro. Uh. How was it? So, actually, when I was, I'm going to say about seven or eight years old, I was over at my great-grandmom's house. Um, this was on Dover Street near, what, what was the cross section of this? Uh, 29th and Lehigh, to be exact. Oh, on that corner, it's a pop, It's like a poppy store on the corner. And I remember saying, look, I'm thirsty. Like, Grandma, can I go get something to drink? So, I was walking to the store. And as soon as I go up the steps, bro, I hear a big bang, all right? And so, that's when I turned around. And there was some, like, SUV. And some car like easily collided, bro. And then a, a then like probably like five seconds later, a big truck smashed right into those two cars that was already collided. And there was another car that couldn't stop in time, and they smashed into it. And so like everybody's screaming like, "Help! Help! Who's gonna help them? Who's gonna help them?" In the car, one of the cars caught on fire like instantly, and and everyone's looking like, "Yo, no one's doing anything, bro." And that's when like probably like I'm say two minutes later, bro. And I'm looking, I look up Lehigh Ave, bro, like, tourists going to St. Martin's, bro. So I look up there, and I see, like, two fire trucks coming, like, like really, bro. They was moving down Lehigh, bro, like, from the sirens to, like, the, the, you know, the trucks and stuff. They was flying, bro. I never saw a fire truck go that fast in my life, bro. And I can't remember. It was an engine truck, and the engine truck carries mainly all the water. So 
Right. The, uh, it was a captain on a truck, and he normally sits in the front seat right next to the driver. And so he got out the truck, bro. Instantly, bro. He grabbed the tool. He told his guys what to do, and they was on it, bro. They instantly got the hose off the truck and got water on the fire, bro. And that's when the ladder company came right soon, right after them, bro. And remind you, bro, like they don't even know these people. They're all right. strangers. They don't have. They have no clue who these people are. And they instantly was quick to sacrifice their life, bro, just for somebody that they didn't know. Like this was something that I was like so amazed by. And I used to watch Power Rangers a lot, especially the one of those yes, Power Rangers. Sir. Bro, bro, Lightspeed Rescues my stuff, bro, especially <laughs> the firefighter. So I never saw firefighters in action, bro, until after I saw that right there. So I'm like, yo, that's something I want to do. And not too many people, bro, is willing to risk their, risk their lives for someone, but really to give it their all and go in and save someone's life. Like, not everyone is cut from that cloth, bro. Like, firefighters and every other 911 first responder are, like, literally modern-day superheroes. Like, we watch, you know... Rest piece of Chadwick Boseman, you know. Uh, yeah. Black Panther, we watch Iron Man, we watch uh, um, Spider Man, like, bro. But these, like, th- at the end of the day, bro, those are guys that are dressed up in, like, costumes, bro. But then, like, there's people behind the scenes that are really saving lives, bro. Like, really, will, on the drop of a dime, will sacrifice it for someone who they don't even know. But I think that's just so brave and heroic. heroic. Exactly. And I was like, this is what I want to do. So, yeah, that's why I, like, uh, yeah, I pursued it. And with that being said, it's years later, and you still talk about it so passionately. Like, like oh. the fact that you remember that so vividly, and you just like, it's like crazy to me. So, yeah, bro. So my thing is to you is, what was it? Was it hard? Like, did you ever get like discouraged from that goal? Because growing up in our neighborhood and the system that we're in right now, it's hard to have one goal when you're younger and try to maintain it without there being any distraction. Yes, you're right. Yes, bro. So, at, yeah. yeah, actually, I wanted to give up being a firefighter probably, honestly, I'm going to have to say this year, bro, I started really, like, outweighing my options and stuff like that. So, the fire, Philly firefighter test went out in, I think it was November or late October, late October, early November, and they were only hiring about 200 firefighters, bro. I remind mm. you, only about, and about, I think it was about, to be exact, it was like 4,000 539 people applied to be a firefighter in the city. And so I'm like, damn, but only uh, like 100 people are getting this spot. 100, 200 people are getting this spot. And 5,000 are applying. And normally, bro, in order to become a firefighter in the city, you need to first either be a firefighter, have a family that's a firefighter. Uh, either you transfer over once you're already in the firefighter as a paramedic or any civil service employee. Or what makes it easier, you got to either be in the military and get those points. Like, that's what really matters, bro. And so... Right. I'm like, man, I don't really want to put all my eggs in a basket and, and be so passionate about trying to be a firefighter when I need a backup plan, bro, because I don't want to, you know, grad- as I said, bro, if I would have graduated high school, bro, on my clearance being a firefighter right now, bro, I would have been home sitting, having mm-hmm. to get a 9 to 5. And don't get me wrong, bro, there's nothing wrong with a 9 to 5. Like, there's nothing wrong with that, bro. Like, I would have to, like, literally clock in and clock out every day, bro, not really living what I wanted to do. So I started weighing my eyes and said, look, I want to save lives. And I want to do yep. the best of my ability. And I don't want to have, like, honestly, I don't want to have somebody looking over me 24-7. So that's when I start looking into medicine. And I said, what is close? Like, what can be fast-paced? You know, I, I have, you know, hands-on interaction with people. I love people. I like to help people. Man. And so I was like, all right. I'll look into medicine. I'm looking to be a doctor. And so, like, now, right now, I'm pursuing uh, being an emergency medicine doctor, basically ER doctor, while I still volunteer as a firefighter uh, right now for Barron's Fire Company. Right now, I volunteer right now. And... 
And that's when, with that passion, like, I'm going to get all my, and with, since I'm a firefighter, firefighter, Brown Hill Fire Company, I can get all my certifications like a Philadelphia firefighter, all free pay. I don't have to pay for anything, bro. They'll train me and all that in Montgomery County Fire Academy. And, connection or is it my connection I'm, I'm back in all right bro because i was like yo what just happened can you hear me yeah, yeah i'm good all right so <laughs> that is when yeah bro i got all you know iffy but uh that is when all right so since i basically get all my certifications to train to be a fully certified firefighter and the time honestly bro my dream goal is honestly to be a volunteer firefighter down pg county and I, so I get to basically both dreams. Like I get to pursue medicine and I get to be a, be a firefighter because in PG County, they're one of the busiest fire departments in the whole country. Of um, They see constant work, bro. My dream company to be a part of is Bladensburg. You go to Bladensburg, volunteer fire company, 809. Like, bro, they see fire 24-7, but they're all volunteers, though, bro. So they all, like, you know, sacrificing their lives for no pay. So, like, I want to do that while I get to do the duty of being a doctor yeah. so I can be both. And if opportunity... Yeah, if the opportunity, you know, throws us up that I could be a food firefighter, I would definitely take it. But now it's just like what I'm, you know, what I'm focused on right now. So, yeah. Plan. I definitely love the plan. And I like, I like, the, I like how you said, if you wouldn't put all your eggs in that basket, you would have been working a nine to five. Right. And then, yeah. Nine to five on weekends. It's not bad. I definitely don't take your shoulder. And that person watching me, that boss, you know, it's something. It's something I feel like certain people, certain people our age was stuck for that. And mm -hmm. I feel like there's nothing wrong with it, but if you feel like you're more what you're supposed to be, go out and be more than like go out and do what you're passionate about. Like, as you can see, someone like you, you're passionate about firefighting and you want that to be in your life, like, you want that to be your thing, and you're willing to be a volunteer and do that shit for free as a startup. Mm -hmm. Yes. A lot of people don't have that mindset that go that passion. They they see they see that that I don't really want to go this route and they just give up. And that's, it's a tough decision, but it's the difference between making making ends meet and being happy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's a good way definitely. to it's a good way to find to do both. You know what I'm saying? So you wanting to be the doctor while being a firefighter is the best of both worlds because you can go either way and still be successful. Yes. And definitely, and bro, definitely, I think, yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead, bro. I'll say, what is one thing that I really wish, bro, in, in our community, bro, like, we need we need to start pursuing careers that we definitely need in our community, bro. Like, yeah. we definitely need, first, we, we need more people of our kind to be on the police force. We definitely sure. need more of that. Sure. We, need, we need more doctors, bro. We need more lawyers, bro. We need uh, pharmacists, bro, like, people that want to be hustling, bro. Literally, you could be a legalized drug dealer being a pharmacist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and just, like, this little stuff like that, bro, like, I feel like in our community, we, we don't breed the careers we need the most, bro. Mm, and we, we look at, and it goes, like, I feel like a lot of people in our community need to feel like they need to be an entrepreneur. They need that, that quick money, bro. They need, they, like, they see it on social media and they think, like, all right, this is what I want to do. And, like, I don't knock it at all, bro, but not everyone. Not everybody. Yeah, not everyone is, is cut from that club, bro. Not everybody's yeah. going to, not everybody's T-shirt or, or, or hoodie brand is going to be 
Gucci exactly. or like and not everybody that's the, that's the real truth right there, bro. And a lot of us need to like take that like all right, what what, what else are we gonna do? Because we like I said we can't put all our eggs in one basket and think, all right, this is what I'm gonna do. All right, this is gonna become true because that's not that's simply not true, bro. And we see that mm-hmm. when we play sports in our community. Everybody wanna go to the NBA, everybody wanna be in the NFL. After people yeah. in our graduating class in eighth grade. Wanted to do have the boys in it, wanted to be a sports star. And look at how many of them are not sports stars. And like, that's just a, a hard reality we have to, a pill we have to swallow, bro. So, yeah. And I'm happy you said that because you know me, I was I was passionate about hooping. I was so passionate. <laughs> yeah, yes, you are. I get bro. the I get the RC. That is not the that is not the case. They like D1 college. I'm like, yeah. oh, all right. But it's cool though. I definitely got my offer at track, so I'm not I'm not too pressed about it. Exactly, bro. And that's your that's your that's your lane, bro. You found your exactly. lane. You, and exactly. you're sticking with it. And that's what everybody needs to do. Find their lane with their passion about and do and run with it. Because you right. really bro, you really was focused on ball that, but God provided a whole opportunity for you with the track. He said, Look, ball's not I'm not giving you this opportunity for ball, but I'm gonna bless you with this opportunity for track. So exactly. like anything that don't happen in your life, bro, he's gonna provide that for you, bro. So whatever he throws at you is just something temporary to get you to where you really need to go. So yeah. Yeah, and we not we not in here talking about we not knocking nobody, no athlete, no high school, no middle school athlete. We're not no. knocking y'all. We just not. saying if you want to see yourself in the future, you gotta let you gotta understand that that takes commitment. Even if you're the best player in your class, in your city, in your nation, there's still that downfall. It's like, yo, what if this happened? You know what I'm saying, and a lot of people not they not prepared for that 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 Plan B. They don't they don't have that backup. Mm-hmm. And then yes, and people, it's it's probably, it's a lot of cocky people out there talking about, oh, I don't need no Plan B. I don't need no Plan B. Well, when your knee pop out your your socket, whatever, <laughs> Plan B is going to be is going something going to happen. Exactly, bro, and that's. I'm happy you said that too, bro, because like no matter how much we want that dream, bro, God can instantly take it away from us just like that, bro. bro. Like we 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 get so used and being so comfortable to really not honestly, because I think we're in our society today we don't really thank God a lot for a lot of opportunities that He blesses, bro. Like we don't we quick to like forget, like we quick to pray when we need it, right? Then that mm-hmm. quick second when He comes through, bro, we forget all that we prayed and said, look, I'm not exactly. Like we forget it and and. Now look at it. It's like have, years later, like we need, we praying for honestly. The next day, we praying for something else, and he does it, and we still don't thank him. I think we really need to start highlighting and thanking God for a lot of our stuff, bro. Because half of us wouldn't even be here, bro, if it wasn't because of God. So, exactly. yeah, yeah, everybody always prays when they when they need something, but when they're happy, it's mm-hmm. like, all right, thank you for this. No one, no, it's, there's not a lot of thank yous in this world. Everybody want hand up, and I feel like, yes. I feel like from where we come from, handouts aren't given. You know what I'm saying. Sometimes I sometimes I pray to just be alive. You know what I'm saying, like, <laughs> yes, hey, bro, it's that's real talk, bro. Our city's a really dangerous area to be at right now, bro. And like, it, you you really pray for a lot, bro. Like, I, I'm up at my school right now, bro, in Collegeville, PA, bro. Really, the middle of like nowhere, bro. A bunch of white people, bro. And I hear myself saying, "Be safe to everybody, bro." Everybody, yeah. I speak from teachers. It's a custom. To the, it's a custom. To the janitor, bro. Just saying, be safe. I'm like, yo, and. And that's like low key, bro. That's trauma that we went through, bro. As young boys, mm-hmm. because we see so much violence, we see so much people being, see being around so many candlelights, we see so many police air, uh, activity in our area, and we the stuff that we see, it's like, yo, this is really like, yo, bro, this stuff can really cause PTSD, bro. Like, this, like when we think of PTSD, we instantly think our right, soldiers and the battlefields. Nah. Like, no, bro, we're, we're like nah. pe- black people go through in our communities every day, bro. We're going through every day in Philly right now, bro. Philly's homicide rate. 
It's skyrocketing, bro. Skyrocketing. And you no see what I posted about... on my close friends the other day? Yes, bro. That is disgusting, bro. Think about it, bro. Imagine that was your little brother, bro. Imagine that was my little sister. Exactly. And I honestly saw that in that, bro. Like, imagine how traumatized they would be. But that, honestly, bro, it's just the stereotype reality of, like, all the black black young people that go through that, bro. And it's extremely sad, bro. And I really want to, like, rewrite that narrative and change it and provide a lot of opportunities, bro. Because once we make it, bro, and we make it big, a lot of these, a lot of these like, celebrities that we idolize now, bro, don't look back, bro. They don't nah. do a lot for us, bro. Think about how bad our school system is right now, bro. Literally, if, if me and you went to a public school, bro, we didn't have an opportunity to go to a private school. We went to right. my my public school, Strawberry Mansion. I don't know what yours is, but bro, I'm not honestly. I'm gonna keep it above with you, bro. I'm not covering that cloth, bro. I couldn't go through that every day, bro, for four mm-hmm. years. So I don't want to be put through that, bro. And like that school breeds. What we see now, bro, that school, it's like a melting pot, bro. And it's and it's sad because it's not really the kids, bro. It's just a lack of resources and a lack of opportunities. And support. To, to, yes, and support, bro, to, to make to make them realize, like, look, it's so much to live. It's so much to do out here. Like, bro, I went to Greece last summer, bro. No, the summer before that one. And, bro, like, when I got there, bro, it was like my mind was like so shocked, bro. Like I never ever been out the country first, bro. But do you yeah. get the bro? It's just a whole different type of culture that I wasn't exposed to, that yep. I wasn't used to, bro. Like literally, bro. It's from the blue, bro. The water is so blue down there, bro. It's like swimming <laughs> in the pool, bro. From the food to the, to the beaches, bro. To the people, bro. Like just getting to see that, bro. And I remember I was uh, uh we had so I was in Greece. That one, one big thing down there is the Parthenon, bro. And we see it if you play Assassin's Creed, uh. <laughs> which which one? The, the upcoming one, bro. Like the Parthenon. Like I saw that in real life, bro. And I, as I was looking at basically, basically the skyline of Greece, and I'm looking throughout and looking at all the cities. I mean, all the uh, buildings. It's like this people. shit is actually this shit exists, bro. Like this is real, bro. And uh-huh. I just, and I instantly was thinking about, yo, imagine all the people from my area was brought here. We're gonna see something like this, so they can live for something bigger than themselves, bro. Like, cause we need to live for something bigger than ourselves. Cause we need to honestly, once we make it. Help the next person up so they can make it. So the, and the cycle can go on and on and on and on and on, bro. Like we're quick to and when, label. And when people, yeah. when people get that, when people get that, 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 that taste of oh freedom from out from wherever, it's mm-hmm. like, all right, I gotta get me and my family and we out. And it's like yes. that's the it's it's a good mindset to have. But you gotta remember, some of the people that you left, they they helped you, they supported you. And yes, bro. I was I was I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, if I do decide to leave Philly. Do I really want to leave and not do anything to, to help? Yes. Like if I had the opportunity, the chances, I definitely would give back to the people that helped me. But at the same time, I got to give back to the people, like the the area, the certain area. Because everybody, everybody can't be what they see. Like kids, I feel like kids are sponges. And they, they want to grow up and be what they see. Yes. And if you constantly see the same people doing the wrong thing every day, it's like there's nothing to look up for. And when you say you went to Greece and you got to see, wow, this could, I, I could do something. Like, I can be here. I, I'm privileged to do this. It's like, not everybody gets to see that shit, bro. I know. It's a struggle. And we and we definitely got to change the narrative while they're young. Because when you get 22 and you still, no plan, no nothing, it's like, it's, it's starting it's to real. get real hopeless. It's real. Yeah. I'm not lying, bro. So I got a, I got a few questions from you. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Life growing up in North. Oh my gosh, bro. Uh that's just a, a loaded question within itself. For real. 
And I'm going to be honest as possible, bro. Like, thank God to my mom, bro. I'm happy I wasn't exposed to some of the stuff as most of my friends were, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm happy I wasn't – I feel like I'm happy I didn't have that feeling that I needed to hustle, bro. Like, I'm happy I didn't have to uh, to deal with all the, the, the nonsense with the police, bro. And, like, bro, I'm, I'm happy I didn't have to go through that, bro. But, like, living in North, bro, it's, it's really sad, bro, because I wouldn't want – honestly, I wouldn't want my kids living – in in the middle of this, bro. I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want my uh my little. I don't want my little sister living through that, bro. Like I don't want her to be outside to have her worry about her life, bro. Like I don't want her to worry about a shootout happening. I don't want her to worry about junkies coming in and, in and off the block because they want a quick fix. Like I don't. I, I like that's just not cool, bro. And from that, bro, just the constant like what I was supposed to be the constant just of like black, especially black men, bro. Because it's like at the end of the day, we're all black men on this live right now, yeah. and. Like the the negative picture of black men that I see, bro, it's it's really like it causes trauma, bro, because I'm seeing these these men that are supposed to be mentors, supposed to help guide us, so we won't make the same decision, the wrong decisions that they made, but they're not doing that, bro. They're putting in our mind like it's okay to do this when it's not, yeah. bro. Like especially like as you said, bro, a lot of kids kids are sponges, bro. Like they literally take only a select few will see. Okay, this is this is not me. I, I can't do this. I know that if I was put in a situ- situation, I don't think I would come through. Like, and a lot of people got to realize that, bro, from what they see, what they, like, from hearing their music to listen to, from the lifestyle they see, bro, that stuff is really, honestly, bro, it's a, it's a dying trade, to be honest with you, bro. For real. And it, it's it's just a challenge in itself, bro. Like, just being here, bro, is really, like, it, it, it really, honestly, it made, me, it made me tougher. I would say it built me to be like, look, I can't. Look, I can't go to this certain party at this certain time. I always got to be on my P's and Q's. I always got to oh look, look at I'm my so surroundings. I'm so happy you said that. Yeah, I'm look so at my surroundings. I got to look at cars that come by to make sure, okay, this car was on the block maybe twice. I got to look at it. If it's been a block again, I had, I had to leave. Like, just little stuff like that, bro, you have to easily look and pick out. And and it's sad that we had to be this, but that we couldn't really just be kids. We had to low-key take full-fledged responsibility, like grown men responsibility at such a young age, bro. And even talk about with my pop and stuff, bro, like, like not growing up with like a black male figure, like because black male figures definitely change it. They change the household. Bro, they, they change the household. The whole structure and vibe of the household, bro. Not having that, bro, it really did a toll on me, bro. And I started just, and I started to honestly just not run wild, but I really just started to like do stuff that wasn't honoring my mother, bro. Like just disrespecting her. I wasn't doing right when I had to do in schools, acting a clown. Honestly, bro, how I treated women, bro. How I treated women was just completely was wrong. Completely there. wrong, bro. And that's not cool, bro. And I think we need like we need that figure to really instill in us like, yo, this is not okay. We can't do this. This is not how we do this. This is how we carry it. This is how like you're supposed to respect women. This is how you're supposed to carry yourself in certain situations. Like honestly, little stuff like bro, I making sure you iron your, your your uniform every day. Making sure you know how to do your laundry. Making sure you know how to cook yourself something, bro. So when your mom's little, out there and your parents yeah. are home, you can you little can, things you can, you can survive. Exactly. Little stuff you need, bro, because all those build up on each other. And now look, I'm in college, bro. This little stuff that you need, bro, because there's no mommy and daddy in college, bro. It's just you. It's just and you. I, I know, and I know that Chestnut Hill is like remotely, this, but remote, but bro, my like at my school we're on campus, and like yo, uh-huh. you out there by yourself, bro. A lot of like problems that you experience, you have to deal and get over yourself from having a roommate to cleanliness to feeding yourself, to making sure you got a, 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 a to make sure you set time aside for yourself, bro. Mm-hmm. All little stuff like that is all big. Time management is a really big thing, so 
Yeah, bro. I'm sorry. Hopefully, I answered that question the best I can, bro. Oh, of course you did. Of course you did. So, my next question: Did you? Because you know, your your personality is so complex. Because you can get yeah. real serious, but you could also be the funniest nigga in the room. If you want. <laughs> so, yeah, bro. How much of your personality helped pave the way to get to where you are? Ooh, man. I would say it played a big role, bro. A big, big role, bro. Because first I want to just highlight this, bro. Networking is the best thing that you can do, bro. Preach. Getting the, bro. Preach. Net, like, literally. <laughs> it's all the, at the end of the day, the world rolls around who you know, bro. Honestly. Mm-hmm. And the way you carry yourself, bro, you can't be a clown, bro. You can't, Like, it's a time and a place for everything, bro. And sadly, I had to realize that now, but it, it really is. Like, you really have to, it's a time and a place for everything. And honestly, bro, if I wasn't, if I didn't have a personality to carry myself in a certain situation that I did, bro, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have basically a full scholarship to go to my school, bro. I wouldn't be paying little to nothing, bro. Exactly. And just little stuff like that, bro. Like, even me leaving St. Martin's for seventh grade, bro, and go now for eighth grade and being at my new school, St. James, bro, just the, the network opportunities I met from there, bro, it will help me in the long run, bro. Definitely, bro, from help me get into college, from help me pay back my student loans, bro. Mm-hmm. School I go to now, bro, program I in, help me pay back my loans that I, that I have to, like, when I'm graduating, bro. And they will help me get into med school, bro, which is my end goal. And so just little stuff like that is just really big, bro. Honestly, like, you really need that because, honestly, and it's sad, bro, because in low, in areas, bro, that don't have that much resources, bro, they don't get the same treatment as people who lived in White Marsh or Plymouth Meeting or yeah. Lower Providence or Collegeville. Yeah. There's not the same resources that are exposed there, bro, so you need to really, anybody that you think that can help you, bro, or anybody that you don't think I can help you, take their number, get their email. Email them, check up on them, because you exactly. never know, bro. You never know when you might need them, or they might need you. And look, you never. This my future person might be your boss that you want to go to. This future person might literally write your recommendation. This future person might know the president of the United States to help you get somewhere better in your life that you are already. This little stuff like you need to network and you need to basically be yourself. Don't be someone you're not. You need to find, as I said earlier, find your lane and run with it, because like the sky's the limit. And you got to keep pushing and honestly, make sure, like, as it's a networking, bro, that's really big. So, ne- my personality. It's, it's funny you said the networking thing because when I was in St. Martin's, it was eighth grade year. I had it, I had, you know, I was one of the smart, one of the smart kids, oh, obviously. Come on, bro. Of course, bro. So, so it was time to pick high schools. I'm like, all right, I want the best for me. So, you know, they was throwing Malvern at your face 24 seconds. So I'm like, so I'm like, so I'm like, all right, I'm just going to Malvern. So I take the test. I go in there, I take the test. I fail at John. I'm like, oh, all right, whatever. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to give up. I take the test two more times. I end up passing. I'm like, all right, cool. Tuition high is high. I take the test, I take the test enrollment. I get in immediately. Christmas Christmas Eve, I get my letter. I'm like, oh, all right, I don't got to go in no interview. They liked me. I was like, all right, cool, bet. So I turned them down immediately because I wanted to go to Malvern. And then Malvern was talking crazy to me. Freaking Holy Ghost Prep was like, oh, we want you here on a full ride. So I'm like, oh, all right. But they, when they did that, when they did that, she said it like to my face. like, we want you here for four years for free. Like, we want you here. So all right, all right, bet. Wow. So, so I told my mom. My mom was there. She was like, oh, that was crazy. I was like, and all I had to do was be myself. Cool, right? So a few months go by. Holy Ghost Prep not answering no phone calls, no emails, no nothing. They talking about they talking about 
Yeah, the lady got fired. She wasn't supposed to do that, yada, yada, so we can't offer you a full rise. Now I'm sick. Malvern, too, too high, Holy Ghost Prep basically said, yeah, then no. So I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Now, luckily, being the kid that I was in middle school, and all the teachers actually liked me and my dynamic and who I was. Yeah, networking, Mr. network, yeah. Sister Nancy, Sister Megan, Mr. Dembick, all called Roman was like, listen, I know he said no, but can you can you have space? Can you have space? So I'm waiting for somebody to just drop out of Roman. I'm just I'm just waiting on it. And you know, Roman had everybody come. Roman is like one of the yes. diverse schools in the yes. city. So Very. I'm just waiting for that call. I'm waiting for that call. I'm in the I'm in the room with my mom. They called it talking about, hey, listen, you got that spot you want it? I was like, Yeah, yes, please. Of course. Please, please. <laughs> yeah. I'm I need to go to high school. And not knocking Roman for being my first choice, but like you said, that networking, that people know who you are, it will get you places. Because from St. Martin's to Roman, I got in the Roman, I got in the track team, first year, first year in the track team. I didn't do I didn't do my best, but you know, so second year, second year in the track team, you talking about I'm a junior now, so he's talking about we want you to be captain. I'm like, huh? I'm talking about captain. Praise. Praise. I'm like, I'm I'm looking at him, I'm like, you serious? You talking about, yeah, we all went coaches, the coaches went to a vote unanimous. I was like, are you serious? He's talking about, yeah, if we want you to be the captain. I'm like, all right. And from there on, he got me. He paid He paid most of my tuition for Roman. Mm. He got me a job that I still have today. And from, and from there, and from there, I'm now going to Chestnut Hill bro. on the track. Yes. So I'm like, yes, bro. I'm like, I'm a, and all I had to do was just be myself. You know what I mean? So when you go in there, and you go in a place and you around a bunch of people, I don't want to say don't act like yourself. Like, don't, you know I'm saying? But at the same time, people will remember you for what you did and who you are. So, to yourself. If you, exactly. So, if you somebody, if you if you go into a comedian, you know, a comedy show and you be the funniest nigga around, they're going to remember that. Like, oh, bro, we got we to gotta bring him with us. You know what I'm saying? We got to get him right. People, people, people are going to invest in you and be, because of who you are. And that's going to pave the path for you and for everybody else. So I'm grateful, and I'm going to continue to be myself because this is going to open more doors for me, which is why I'm doing Talk and Spit now. Talk and Spit is a platform for everybody to talk about what they what they feel is true and what they need to talk about. So bringing you on the show, telling me how passionate you are about being a fighter fighter, how everybody should choose these different career paths, is huge because nobody else is talking about it. You know what I'm saying? So Yes, bro. That's that. Uh, I, I, before I go, bro, I just want to say, like, just thank you, bro, for giving me this opportunity, bro. Like, of honestly, course. like, even you, bro, like, definitely, bro, now that I got your number, bro, like, we definitely going to stay like like this, bro, because sure. not it's not too many of us out here, bro. It's, and not too many of us are still here to be like us, bro. Like, we have to, like, stick, like, we have to push each other, bro, because at the end of the day, we all we got. Black men is all that we have, bro. No one else got us like we got us, bro. Mm-hmm. And, like, just, like, even for you to start something like this, bro, it's just so big, bro. Like, getting people like me on here to get up, had a platform to talk about this, bro, it's so big, bro. Look at, bro. You just graduated high school, bro. You have your own podcast, bro. Like <laughs> that's so big and dope. Like just, just like that. And I think like, yo, your your determination, your leadership skills, your charismaticness, bro. Like, yo, a lot of people like you, bro. For real. A lot of people, bro. Like just I see the, the wonders that God is working within you, bro. And I just really keep being true to yourself, bro. Keep pursuing yourself and keep being you, bro. Like, trust me, God is going to bless you in so many ways, bro. The sky's the limit for you and your family, bro. And stay with this track stuff, bro. Like, I know, like, even at St. Martin's, bro, you you was there, bro. You was there, bro. So definitely, like, literally look at that, bro. And think, like, yo, 
what can what can help pave the best future for you and your family, bro? And once you get in that predicament that work focus on you, bro, because right now you gotta worry about you. But once you get in that right. position, then you start like, okay, I'm gonna bring him up, I'm gonna bring him up, I'm gonna help this person out, I'm, I'm gonna invest yeah. in this. Little stuff like that, bro. But definitely, bro. Thank you so much again, bro, for having the opportunity. Thank you so much, bro. Appreciate we brothers it. at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying we gotta build each other up. Mm-hmm. And you're not gonna be the only face on here that I build up. Yeah. You definitely gonna have sauce yeah. in here to do trench baby. Yes. You're gonna have yes. a lot more people Shout to promote their shit. Trench Barry Apparel. Of course. Shout out to trench Barry Apparel. My hoodie, my hoodie coming soon. But <laughs> I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you out of here. It's about to be eight o'clock. Thank you so much for joining the live today, bro. It really means a lot to me. Uh. They got a gym in you, bro. You a real gym. I want you to can. I want you to stay on your path. Don't don't give up that shit. All right. Okay, bro. Thank all right, you. We going in here. We going in here, y'all. Thank y'all again for joining Talking Spit Live. I'm Zay. This is my boy Just, and we out. Easy. <laughs>